Welcome back to Double A Pop Culture Cast. Your weekly recharge. So this week we're doing something a little bit different. Anthony and I are currently on break, or will be on break once this episode comes out. We're recording this before we uh, head home for Christmas and New Year's. Um, so what are we doing this week? We're doing a breakdown of the recently released Avengers Endgame trailer. Yes, yes. It uh, will have been out for a few weeks at this point, but um, we have a lot to talk about because we are going to break it down and talk about uh, a possibility of what we think the movie could be about, what what could be entailing. So, Anthony, start us off. So, first off, the trailer starts with Tony... You see Iron Man's shot of Iron Man's helmet... Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's not fully formed because mm-hmm, it's that nanotechnology. Yeah, so you can see pieces are missing. Mm-hmm. Tony turns it on, and you can see he's wearing a tank top, mm-hmm. and that I think is significant because the last time we saw Tony wearing a tank top was in the first Iron Man mm-hmm. when he is being held prisoner. Yeah, and he's making the Iron Man suit, the first yeah. Iron Man suit. Yeah. Um. I definitely think that it's kind of like a I at least see it as kind of like a bookend type thing uh, we've started here we're going to end here yeah you know now I think speculation wise I have a feeling because he mentions how he's like we've been out of food and water for four days oxygen was out tomorrow morning and then that's it yeah um, which is just brutal <laughs> Um, um, and I'm wondering if Captain Marvel will be the one to save him and Nebula. That's my thought. I just, so Nick Fury calls her on that Galactic Pager thing. Mm-hmm. How is she going to find them, though? I, I have a feeling, because we know that Tony Stark... It was just never really explained, and I hope they explain it in this one, that him and Thanos have, like, been connected since the events of the first Avengers. He's had, quote-unquote, the visions, you know, he's gifted with knowledge. Yeah. I'm wondering if Captain Marvel could pick up on that. Somehow? Somehow, either that, or, you know, she'll remember Nebula, or pick up on Nebula... Her, if she has like tracking capabilities in her like cybernetic parts, so I don't know, because we know that she's we know Captain Marvel is is a Kree, which is something that Ronan the Accuser was, who worked with Nebula in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So maybe she has. I don't know. It's all speculation. Okay. But yeah, so. Maybe there is something there, then. Yeah. What do you got next? Next up, I have Thanos is a farmer, question mark? Yeah. I think he is. I think he is a farmer. In the original Infinity War comic, um, which the, um, well, the Infinity Gauntlet, which is what the, um, this, the Infinity War is based off of. Interestingly, Infinity Gauntlet is part of a trilogy Infinity Gauntlet being the first comic, but Infinity War is the sequel, but they chose to put the first movie in this two-part series that they're doing with the Avengers to call it the second. Anyway, (laughs) um, at the end of Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos 
um, basically fakes his own death and goes into hiding, where he becomes a farmer. And that's with the help of Adam Warlock and Nebula. Of course, Adam Warlock is in the MCU um, in on that one planet with the Golden People. Yeah. Um, so you know Adam Warlock is going to show up because he's in his cocoon. But um, he's not, of course, in Avengers. But yeah, I think he's a farmer. Yeah, and you can see he has his armor... Set up like a scarecrow, mm-hmm. and in the comics, that's how it ends. That last final final panel of the Infinity Gauntlet comic is Thanos sitting on the steps of his farmhouse, and you see the the armor in the background on a scarecrow. Oh, neat. Okay. So there there there's references there to the original comic, which is nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had in that same shot, Thanos' hand is injured. It looks like his left hand is, like, bandaged up. I think you read about that. Um, I think that it makes me kind of question, are the Infinity Stones broken? Is the Infinity Gauntlet broken? Can they use the Infinity Stones still, like, to reverse what he did? Will they even need the Infinity Stones? You know? And if they don't need them, then that's kind of like, then, I don't know. It seems very anticlimactic if they don't use the Infinity Stones against Thanos, you know? You think? I think so. What do you think about the Infinity Stones being used in Endgame? I think that the gauntlet's pretty busted. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... I f- it definitely can't work to full capacity, I'll say that. Yeah. I know in set photos we've seen that it looks like there's going to be some time travel involved. Because mm-hmm. we see Ant-Man around during what looks like the events of the first Avengers movie. Yeah. In full costume and he was not even Ant Man yeah. when that movie when that movie took place. Yeah. He and was... it looks like they have these little gadgets on them. Yeah. On their hand. So I don't know if if that will if that's like quantum energy, because we saw him gather that gather that at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp. Um but yeah I wonder if Captain Marvel will get Tony back to Earth. Hmm. Hmm. Pardon me. Um, <laughs> quite a yawn. Yeah. Um, get Tony back to Earth along with Nebula, and then they'll have to team up with Ant-Man to get the quantum energy to go back in time. Yeah. And also, I wonder if Doctor Strange will play a role in this. And I mentioned that. We know he's gone from existence. Yeah. But in the first movie, first Doctor Strange movie, um, there are talks of a sequel. Like, pretty promising talks, which I would love, because I love the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, where um, the Ancient One shows him all the different dimensions. The quantum, it is confirmed that one of those dimensions was the quantum realm. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the ancient one will be there if Doctor Strange will somehow have like put his existence there I don't know it was said that Tilda Swinton did did film one day for this movie hmm interesting yeah so okay so just I'd say double down on that say that's what's gonna happen yeah I would I'm I'm betting right now that the ancient one is gonna ha- is gonna help 
uh, which would be awesome to see the ancient one again. Yeah, that um, would be cool. So especially everyone else who didn't experience everything Stephen Strange experienced in Camartage, you know, the ancient one's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you know, that'd be kind of fun. That would be. I'd like that. So, but yeah. Um, and something you brought up before we recorded this is Hawkeye. Yeah, it looks like he's Ronin now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is so... Well, several things I have about this. One, how long has it been? Yeah, that may... Okay, so that makes me think it's been, it's been a while since the snap. Yeah. And then Ant-Man says a few years ago, we... We met we at met. the airport. Yeah. And what... Doesn't Infinity War take place two years ago or so after Civil War? Yeah. So it could it could be like a few months later. I guess it could. But if but if Hawkeye's now Ronin bumming around Japan, um, you know, I'm wondering if his family got snapped. I think so. And his family definitely got snapped. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like, how long has he been like, all right, I have to go do something now. I'm, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to Tokyo. Cause he'd have to. I would think he'd have to receive training and. Yeah. Like it does. It doesn't just happen like that. Yeah, like he has. He's using a katana, not a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are bows and arrows in Japanese culture, in you know samurai culture, but like he's using the katana, and we see him like almost like sharpen it or like wipe off blood or something on like his arm. His, his arm. Um, he like pulls it across with that shing sound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like been there for a while. I'm wondering if the movie's gonna start like a f- like a month or two after Infinity War, and then they have to like plan for all this, and then they're like, we need to get Hawkeye. Yeah, I think they're gonna sit with this whole repercussions for a while. Yeah. And then slowly the hope starts to come. Because isn't it rumored that it's going to be three hours? Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. Because Infinity War, that runtime. Let's see. I think that was the longest as of now, up to today. I think so. Let's see how long it was. It was two hours and 40 minutes. Pretty long movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it'll be still a little bit longer than that. That's insane. Yeah. Avengers 4 one time was three hours, according to The Hollywood Reporter, making it the longest Marvel film ever made. Wow. <laughs> Civil War, for comparison, um, was... If it loads... was two hours and 27 minutes. So, but yeah. Um, a little bit longer. Yeah. But, but yeah, I definitely think, I agree, I agree that they're going to sit with this kind of like, like, oh my gosh, we lost. Yeah. I don't think, I don't even think it's going to be a matter of like, oh my gosh, we lost, we weren't supposed to lose. I think it's going to be more of like a, what do we do now? Yeah, how do we move forward? Yeah, like, so many, like, the universe has just had the biggest loss ever. What do we do? 
Yeah. So. I'm also interested to see what Stan Lee's cameo is. Because <laughs> I know he... Re- I know we know he recorded it before he passed away. So, it'll be interesting to see how he plays into this. Because if he's a watcher, or a watcher informant, that'll be interesting. He's never played the same cameo twice, though, has he? He hasn't. So if he does... This, I feel like this would be the time to do a, a double take. <laughs> you think? You know, yeah. With the watchers, you know. And I was driving this bus of kids, and uh, next thing you know, half of them were gone! <laughs> you know. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I could, be cool. I could see that being a thing, you know. They were all freaking out because I saw a spaceship, and I was like, your kid's never seen a spaceship before? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. How's my Stan Lee impression? Pretty good. Oh, thank you. I'll give it to you. Awesome. (laughs) Then we see the Avengers Endgame logo. Yes. And that was pretty huge, because there was speculation for the longest time about what this movie could be called. And I remember seeing rumors about Endgame, but then I thought those were disproved somewhere. Yeah, someone was like, it's not Endgame, that would be too obvious. And then for the longest time, like at least a solid month, it was Annihilation. Yeah. It's like, it's Avengers Annihilation confirmed. Here it is. And some people were saying it was Avengers The Last Avenger, which never really made sense to me. Which is like, that's stupid. (laughs) Um, But yeah. um, I think that. um, I think that this this movie, whatever happens, is going to be amazing. I think it's going to be great. I look forward to it. I'm excited. I I hope. Hmm. We were recording this very late at night. Um, <laughs> I hope that they leave it in a way that it isn't too finale esque. If that makes sense. I hope that they they close out like the OG Avengers. Yeah. And it's going to be like a new beginning. Yeah. An I, end in a new beginning. I hope it, yeah, I hope it's like, all right, you know, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, um, Black Panther, Ant-Man, you guys have to take up the mantle. Like, you're the Avengers now. Ah. Oh. A unique MCU version of the Avengers. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I would love I would too. I would love to see that because then it's, all right, we're retiring or they're dead or, you know, whatever it may be. You guys are the new Avengers. And the Guardians of the Galaxy can just be their own thing still. Who's going to bum around in space. Yeah. So, but yeah. I would. I hope it's not, like, super, you know, the end. Because my concern for the MCU going forward is if it very much feels very, like, the end, that any other Marvel movies coming out, and we know there's going to be tons of them coming out, like, are just going to seem so... The people are going to be like, wait, what? Yeah, no, it'll definitely... I mean, most of the Marvel movies do that. Set up a new beginning. Yeah. Or at least leave you... Leave you with something. I mean, that's really what the end credit scenes are for. Yeah. So, hopefully it it uh, does well. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Me it's too. Really great. I, I think that... So, another the other part that comes up is Scott Lang shows up with the van... Yeah. And Captain America is confused. He's wondering if this is recorded footage or not. And he... So the van, that has the access to the quantum realm. So I think totally something's going to be developed there. Yeah. And, and I... Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was going to talk about something else. I was going to say, he drove that van <laughs> from San Francisco to, like, D.C. <laughs> like, cross-country road trip. Like... <laughs> Scott on the road for like four days. Yeah. Nonstop. Hey, when it's the end of the world, gotta that's, do what you gotta do. That's true. That's true. I think that Tony is going to get, create some Iron Man as Guardian armor. Really? He's done that in the comics and there was rumors about it. And I think that's going to happen. And I'm wondering partly if somehow that ties in with them getting back. Because I'm thinking if Captain Marvel doesn't save them, I think something might happen with that. Because the tank top thing makes me think that he's at, he's down on his ropes, but something's going to inspire him to pick himself up. He's he's always kind of been... Tony Stark, at his core, has been this character who, when he's down, he's mm-hmm. able... When all everything's stacked against him, he's able to figure things out and use his brain to get through. Yeah. You know... It is possible that instead of Captain Marvel saving him, Valkyrie saves him. Because we know it's confirmed by the Russo Brothers that Korg and Valkyrie survived the snap. Oh, yeah? So I would love to see Korg (laughs) and Valkyrie show up to save them, you know... Where Korg just comes in, right? We have a uh, lot of space here. Half of everyone just kind of disappeared, but uh, we'd love to have you on board. We have lots of food and uh, water and uh, oxygen. If you want to come on board, uh, get yourself a snack. I can see you're pretty hungry there. I would love to see Korg with <laughs> Tony Stark and him being like, "Okay, that would be fun." Thanks. <laughs> and Nebula rocking. taking none of it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just smacking Korg. We're like, well, that was rude. All right. Don't like you. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, with that nanite technology... Yeah. That, that somehow could blend into some Asgardian material. Oh. And form around there. And it could be Valkyrie's armor. Oh, maybe. That was my thought, is, oh, well, if she could save him, then... Yeah. Yeah, that could be really cool. Spoilers if we're right. <laughs> yeah, well, like, let's just let's just pitch what we think is going to happen. All right, let's so... Let's just be bold. You want to go first? Uh, I guess... First. I, I, I did kind of say this, so I probably should, unless you had something right off the bat. I, I can... Yeah, I got it. All right. Okay. So here's my, my pitch. So Avengers 4 is going to open with Captain America and Scarlet Witch... Not Scarlet Witch. Um, Black Widow. Um... Just sitting there, just like destitute, like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Then we're gonna, they're going to talk about how Thanos did it, he did it, we're going to give him a big round of applause because everyone's dead, half everyone's dead, and then we're going to cut to Iron Man, him and Nebula exchange like, you know, you're doing good, yeah, I'm fine, you're doing good, yeah, I'm fine. They're not really talking to each other. Yeah. Um, we don't see them get off. We just discuss, they, they discuss how they got off Titan, but we don't see them get off Titan. Um, they talk about how the situation's pretty dire, all that. Captain Marvel comes in, um, saves um, Tony and Nebula, having already saved the half of the Asgardians, including Valkyrie and Korg, 
Uh-huh. They get on their ship together. Captain Marvel's like, you know, I got this pager from Nick Fury. Tony Stark's like, wait, you know Nick Fury? And she's like, yeah, I knew him in the 90s. And then Tony Stark's going to be like, wait, what? They're going to have this whole exchange about how they both know Nick Fury. They're going to, they're like, next stop, Earth. You know, they go off to Earth. Um, And then back at the compound, Ant-Man shows up and he's like, hey, I got this time travel stuff. It's called quantum. It's from quantum material from the quantum realm. What's the quantum realm? Well, the quantum realm is, you know, this space in between spaces. It's, you know, where time doesn't matter, you know, all this different stuff. Um, And then they're going to team up and be like, we can time travel and figure this out. And then the ship's going to come down and land with Captain Marvel, Tony Stark, and Nebula. And they land, and they walk in, and they see Steve, and like, Steve, they have their reunion. Iron Man and Tony and, and Captain America, they reunite. They're back together. It's awesome. He's like, wait, where's Natasha? Cut to her standing in the rain in Tokyo, uh-huh. because she flew the Quinjet to Tokyo to get Ronan, or Hawkeye, to get Cliff. Um, he comes back begrudgingly because he feels like the Avengers betrayed him because he's going to feel like because the Avengers lost they're kind of responsible for the death of his family Yeah. then they get back they get new suits Tony designs um, Bruce Banner finally becomes Hulk through a plot device <laughs> um, but it's it's Professor Hulk he's finally able to balance it out yeah. Where Banner has control, but he still has Hulk's strength. And Hulk's still there in the back, but he's he's like, all right, not my time to shine. I know you need my strength, but, you know, I know it's not, not me. Um, and so then they head off to fight Thanos, and that's about as far as my pitch goes. Okay. So what do you think? I think that... I think that Nebula is going... I think that it's going to start off with... We're just going to sit in this whole... Okay, the half of the world population died. We're going to sit in there for a while. Mm. I think it's going to take a while for Tony Stark to get back. I think Nebula is going to... So, I think Tony and Nebula are going to get on the Milano, fly mm-hmm. off. And I think... I think... I'm going to guess that there's another pod in that ship, and Nebula's going to ditch him... And then end up coming back, and they end up tracking the pod that Rocket and Thor took, and that's where Tony gets the Asgardian armor. Oh, so they go to Nidavellir. Yeah, and somehow that will they'll be able to power the ship to get back to Earth. So that's how they get there. Now, when they get there, will there be a giant pile of dust on Earth? From Nidavellir, from the, where the, the the dwarf was. Oh. Does he get snapped? I think he survives. Okay. Yeah. His well. life's rough enough with not being able to use his hands. Also, you can milk Peter Dinklage being in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to... So Tony's going to use his nan, nanotechnology to blend in with some Asgard... Or some material there to make this super awesome armor. Charge up the ship... Mm-hmm. And then they'll fly to Earth, 
and then while on Earth, then the so we have Steve and Natasha and Bruce all together, and there they get some hope from Ant Man mm-hmm. returning. Yep, and they come up with this time travel plan through the quantum realm and then Natasha goes finds on some sort of screen she tracks down Hawkeye she en- she enlists him to help and then Tony shows up and makes so originally they were just going to jump through the quantum realm somehow and time travel but Tony Stark fills around with technology and is able to make it so that he can control the the um the time travel like being able to time travel mm-hmm. and at some point he goes toe to toe with a Thanos who doesn't have all the infinity stones with his Asgardian armor oh and he takes him on and I'm still trying to decide I think someone's going to make the ultimate sacrifice hmm. and I think it's going to be a sacrifice in the sense of like the world is going to... I don't think the events of Infinity War and Avengers Endgame are going to have happened in the Marvel Universe from Spider-Man Far From Home forward. Really? I think it'll be like a side timeline that because they go back, they create this new timeline where that didn't happen. Where Thanos never even got all the Infinity Stones. Really? Yeah. That's what I think. And I think someone's going in that crew is going to make a sacrifice. And that when we come back, that a lot of them, the characters won't even know about. And I'm trying to decide if that's Tony Stark or if it's Captain America. Because the thing is, if I'm looking at it logistic-wise, it feels like Robert Downey Jr. is a fantastic actor. But it seems like it's almost a hostage negotiation now when... They're negotiating salary, his uh, his price with Marvel. Like, yeah. with Civil War, I remember, didn't the president of Disney, was he kind of mad about that? Because he got paid a crap load of money yeah. for Civil War. Because originally he wasn't supposed to be in that movie. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking at the Asgardian armor. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, the he wasn't supposed to be there as much. But yeah. I don't... I don't know. I think... I think we're going to see Steve Rogers die. I could see... like So there's that image we see in the trailer where he's looking at his old flame. Mm-hmm. Who's the Agent Carter. Yeah. And usually when soldiers look at a medallion or something with their loved one, it's not a good sign for them. No, it's that old movie, old war movie trope wherever they look at their... Their loved one are like, you know, I'll be home soon, sweetie. They'd never come home. Yeah. So I, you see, I think that it's gonna happen. There's gonna be time travel, so that they can. Oh man. I think see, actually, I... I'll do this. I think Tony Stark's gonna be ready to make that sacrifice, but then I think Captain America is going to make it instead. Hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, but I, I still think that people are going to remember it. You do? Yeah. I don't think that memories get erased 
or things just go on as normal. Because I feel like this event will help prepare the... It was our first episode of our podcast, where we talked about who the next big bad guy could be, King the Conqueror or Galactus. And both of our arguments relied on the fact that people remember what happened. Oh, and are affected by what happened, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So I feel like it's going to happen, and they'll be like, we need to up the defense of planet Earth. Like, yeah. We need to defend Earth because there's there's stuff out there that can really mess things up. I mean, half the universe was gone. Yeah. And two of the Infinity Stones were on Earth. Yeah. So, I think that we see Doctor Strange become much more wary of the Eye of Agamotto. Like, where he takes it. <laughs> where he keeps it. Yeah. Um, and also, like... I think... Well, do we think Vision comes back? Do we see Vision returning? Well, and then we should ask, do we see Loki returning? Ooh. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd say we... Oh, Angamora. I'd say we see Loki returning. I think he's going to return for a limited series on Disney's new streaming network. <laughs> that is my... He returns strictly for Disney plus sake. <laughs> so... Yeah, and have you seen that there's... People are theorizing that Loki faked his death because he seems like he's right-handed, and every time he's shown a fake duplicate version of himself, he's been left-handed. And in the scene in Infinity War where he dies, he tries to stab Thanos with his left hand, with his left arm. Oh. Like, that that kind of stuff, the actor Tom Hilston, he knows his character. Like... Yeah... And think about it, like when you if you're dominant in one hand, using the other one is like you notice that. That's a lot. Yeah. So there's a reason for that. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Interesting. Oh wait a second. Yeah. Then if he survived I'll retroactively say that somehow Loki Saves Tony Stark. Really? Yeah. I'll be bold. I'll say it. Okay. I have either Captain Marvel or Valkyrie and Korg saving Tony Stark. Mostly because I want to see Korg interact with Tony Stark. Yeah. And you have Loki saving Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, now I want to see... Wouldn't that be a neat trio? Loki, Valkyrie, and Korg together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. First result, he was dead. And uh, turns out uh, he wasn't. Uh, it was all switcheroo, a body double trick. Uh, never can trust him. He's the trickster god. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I still think, aside of from Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, Quark is one of the best jokes in the MCU. Where oh he's my like, gosh. Uh, uh, I tried to start a revolution, but uh, didn't print enough pamphlets, and all the people showed up. Just me, mom. And a new boyfriend, who I hate, so didn't even want him there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like great. I know, he's hysterical. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, every scene he's in. Just gold. In also, Thor Ragnarok. That joke about the pamphlets, someone pointed out online that it was a time that paper beat rock. Yeah. I was like, I hey, almost said something about that too. Hey, yeah. Hey. Yeah. But yeah. Um 
overall, I think Infinity War, sorry, <laughs> Avengers Endgame is going to be great regardless. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm trying to make this argument about someone biting the dust based on the character arcs. Because mm-hmm. the Russo brothers have said that Avengers Endgame is completing an arc that Captain America started in um, in uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Right. So I'm trying to think of what arc that could be. It's him... It is a lot mm. of Captain America kind of questioning his what he's loyal to. Yeah. I don't know. His morality a little bit? Maybe. And I feel like at the end of Civil War, he feels... He should. I would think he feels like he owes Tony something because he did withhold that information about his parents from him. He did. Hmm. Maybe he sacrificed himself to save Tony. That's what I'm thinking. There's like Tony's art. ready to sacrifice himself, but then Captain America steps in. Yeah. Or I'm wondering. I could even see vice versa happening as a way of Tony showing that he's forgiving him. Yeah. Now, in terms of screen time. Not really related to what you were just saying, but similar. Well, how much screen time do you think we get of Thanos? Ooh. I think... I think he, he has a fair amount of screen time. He's back for, for, for round two? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I will say Josh Brolin as Thanos was one of the best villains. Oh, yeah. I, he, I think, will go down in history as, like... A you know Hannibal Lecter, Darth Vader level villain. Yeah. In terms of like movie villains. And you know how I how some people have made the argument. Well, why didn't he just double the resources? And it's like I get why he did, did like in that. I, I'm not advocating for genocide by any means. Uh, yeah. But I'm saying in his mind, like his whole thing is that he, the. the the populations are exhausting the resources. There's not a lot of re- m- enough resources to go around, so natural selection of sorts need to take needs to take its place. Mm-hmm. And if they were to double the resources, he believes that the same thing would just happen in who knows how many every thousand years or whatever. Right. But I think he thinks that if he does this now, the civilizations will not forget that. They'll be like, "Oh dang, and we need to." You know, course correct. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just so... He has such conviction in it, too, where it's like, I need to do this. Like, don't stop me. Yeah, and you think, like, he's wiped out half the universe, but before that, he's already been wiping out half of planets' before. populations. Like, this is so, one bad dude. So there's other planets that he wiped out the half of. Is there now down to a fourth? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those planets. Like, with the oh. the way the half works, that is a good question. Yeah. Like, does it, like, maybe there's more humans than there are Kree? And then, like, does it work out yeah. half humans are bad? Half, or, like, is it half of all life in general? Because that's kind of what Black Widow says, half of all life. That's so right. So maybe yeah. it works out that humans, it wasn't exactly half of all the human pop. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. But I could see, yeah, like, I think their populations, populations of the people who were already hit by Thanos, Mm -hmm. I think they're definitely still affected by this thing. Like, they lose people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Well, awesome. Lovely chat. That's yeah, uh, fun. Yeah. Hopefully your break is going well when this when this episode comes out. Yours too. Um, I will be in Europe um, when this comes out, so I'll be in Belgium. Yeah, you'll be in, enjoying tea time. Indeed. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> well, I might go to London. <laughs> I'll be enjoying some 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 pommes frites, some there French fries. Yeah. And uh, looking at old castles. <laughs> so good times. All right. Well, this has been our nice little break episode. We'll be back next week with a full episode. Nice.